0: Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, my best. That's what's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Ether, for is, is your Is your book for sale about Yes, it is. Have you ever tell you, asked let God me for forgiveness? I'm not tell sure. You, I just go and try me, and do a better let job. You, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Let me tell you, Let me tell Say it like let you me mean it. Me, this me you, is my vibe. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 101. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So, again, I just wanted to say thanks for everybody who's uh, been riding along with us for the last 100 Actually, 100 plus episodes uh, because of all the episodes we did way back when that weren't called, let me tell you. So um, you guys have been with us for a while. And again, I just really appreciate everybody who's been uh, part of this podcast for the last three, four years, as long as I've been doing it. So for those of you who might be new, I would really love it if right now you would go ahead and hit that subscribe button on YouTube, uh, give the video a like, uh, share it, uh, hit the notifications button because apparently all that stuff blows up the algorithms and then people really like us or something like that. Or you can subscribe over on Gab TV. That is rapidly becoming uh, kind of my preferred uh, social media over Facebook and Twitter. Uh, So you can go over to Gab TV and subscribe the same content that's coming out over here on YouTube is coming out over there without any kind of threat or worry about being canceled or censored or I mean, I'm not monetized over there. I'm not monetized over here on YouTube. Apparently everything I do do, uh, prevents me from being monetized in some way or another. So I'm not doing any of this for money or to make money or anything like that. I do this because I feel like God has given me something to say. And I want to say it. So, and you guys have been a huge part of that. So, once again, thank you. If you are subscribed or you do follow the podcast, and of course, you can get the audio podcasts on Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, you can get it. For some reason, last week, the Masters Dog did not update to Google Play. But it went everywhere else so i don't know what that was all about but i'm trying to figure that one out but you can grab the audio if you don't have time to sit down and watch a 30-minute video uh, you can you know just download it as an mp3 from any of those places put it in your earbuds and take us along with you while you're doing whatever it is that you have to do so again thank you and that's all our intro for today and we are going to talk a little bit about this week uh pack happened which if you don't know what CPAC is, it's the Conservative Political Action Committee. Uh, I think that's what it stands for. But this is, this is like the Comic-Con for conservatives in America. This is where um, you know, all the conservatives get to come together and, and do their big thing. It used to be a very much, I mean, for the most part, it was a, a, like a Christian conference. But here's the reality of where we stand in 2021, and this is my this is my opinion, so this is the way I look at things from a Christian worldview. So if you are a Christian, you really should be a conservative in some way, shape, or form. It's very hard for a Christian to uh, um, reconcile the Christian beliefs, what is taught in the Bible, with uh any kind of liberal beliefs or anything like that as a christian with a biblical worldview what we believe should line up far more with conservative values than liberal values but the reality is is so um whereas most most christians and i can't even say all christians are conservative i would say all christians should be conservative they aren't um By no means are all conservatives Christian. Um, There's a lot of conservatives who would claim they are Christian who are obviously not. For more on that, go back to my last couple of unsolicited uh, episodes where I took on... I entered into a two to three week long beef with a a rapper who claims to be Christian named Mises. um, And just yeah check those out that'll break it down but he's he's definitely conservative but by no means can i can i consider this man based on the music that he willingly puts out and writes and stuff like that can i consider him to be a christian so that's the reality of it um excuse me this this conference this cpac uh get together every year is by no means a a uh you know, a convergence of, of Christian worldviews into one place. It is all over the place. Uh, and I mean, in reality, I don't even know that I would consider it to be, uh, completely conservative. As I look at the, the path that it's gone down, I mean, Donald Trump was there their keynote speaker this year. Of course, he was the Republican president. Uh, he was the nominee four years ago and when I first left the Republican Party. So obviously he is kind of the ensign bearer of, of the conservative movement. But the reality is, is Donald Trump is not that conservative. I mean, he's, he's definitely pro-life than a lot of the past presidents that we've had. Um, but he's very much pro-LGBTQ. Um, he is not uh, 100% for uh, biblical marriage, for traditional marriage. So there's a lot of places where Donald Trump does not fall into conservatism. But the, the reality is over the last four years is a lot of conservatism has become a cult-like uh, following for Donald Trump. And, and to the point that they're compromising uh, worldviews, and, and things like that. So very weird uh, dynamic that has happened over the last little bit with conservatism. I truly think that, um, and this is something a friend of mine, Zach Freiberg, said years back, uh, and I, at that point I didn't believe him, but I'm starting to think that it's becoming more and more going to be heading that direction, that we're going to end up with a four-party system. We are, we're truly going to end up with the four-party system. We're going to have what CPAC looks like now, and we're going to take a little bit of a look at that. So we're going to have a conservative party that is uh, disconnected with Christian uh, beliefs and worldview. So we'll have a conservative party. We will have a Christian party. We will have a liberal or leftist or democrat party what the democrats had been for the while and then we're going to have a socialist party so we're going to have i mean it's going to be even more fractured over the probably not in the next 10 years but i mean by the time we get to the 2040 presidential election i, I firmly believe we're going to have uh, a four-party system or at least at that point in time where i'm going to end up with a three-party system and a viable third party that is very much Christian in their worldview, um, but not associated with the Republican slash conservative party that we see today. Um, and it's really going to depend on whether or not you can get leaders like people who were part of that, uh, the CPAC um conference this time around uh ted cruz uh and so on if you're going to see them uh be willing to stand firm on their christian beliefs and not just coalesce into the conservative party to save their uh their jobs essentially their their seats in in congress or senate or wherever they are currently um it may be that we have to have a whole new group of Christian leaders coming up and there is a push for it. There is a push for it among, especially among reformed uh, um, churches and stuff like that. There is, is becoming more and more of a push for Christians in those congregations and in those churches to get more involved politically running for office and so on. Because again, if, if we truly want to, bring our country back to a Christian worldview and a a, a truly a Christian standpoint, um, which is basically what we believe it was founded on, then we're going to have to see actual Bible-believing Christians running for office more and more in the future. Uh, I made a couple of statements recently uh, that I'm really thinking about running for for more of a local office here in 2022 and then we'll see where it goes from that as as we potentially move up into higher offices and and so on if we even get elected here uh so all that to be said uh, i want to take a little bit of a look at what went down at cpac this week and and again, I'm not even looking at the speeches or anything like that. I did not, I didn't listen to a single one. I've, I don't think I've ever listened to a single speech in any CPAC conference, anytime, ever. I don't think I've, I've never really, it's not been something that I've gone, I have to listen to this. Uh, but I'm just looking at the things that, that blew up on social media that could not be denied. Okay, these are things that, that just a couple of things that caused uh, the, the, me- the social media, especially like leftist Twitter, to, to lose their freaking minds, but not that it was stuff that they made up. And so thus the, the title of this week's uh, podcast. This week's episode is CPAC 2021. Is it conservative, cult-like, or simply childish? And so we're actually going to work through that and not necessarily in that order. But first of all, we're going to take a look at this is I mean, this is just ridiculous that so apparently they sold Nancy Pelosi toilet paper at this year's CPAC, and, and you know what, they may have sold this at, at every CPAC, I, I don't know, I just saw the, a picture of somebody buying Nancy Pelosi toilet paper at, at CPAC this year, and I'm thinking to myself, how, how did we get so so childish, as a as a conservative movement, how did childishness become one of our core values. I mean, we watched it with Donald Trump in 2016, and I I made multiple statements about how this was like the most immature president we've ever had, made those statements throughout his presidency, uh, still believe those things to be true today. This dude was like 70 going on seven, calling names of, of all of his opponents, like a, a, a bully on an elementary school playground, right? This was what Donald Trump was, and this is what has led into ridiculous stuff like this. I mean, as conservatives, I mean, if we're, we're truly looking and trying to act Christian, how does this fall in in any way, shape, or form to love your, your enemy, right, which Christ called us to do? I mean, this was, I mean, it was a whole premise of of part of the the beef that i had last week and the week before with with mises was you know is their love you know by, they'll know us by our love by their uh, by if we love one another you know you'll know they'll know that you are my disciples jesus says if you love one another and that's that's a love in within the church We are told to love our neighbor as ourselves this is one of the the two great commandments that jesus gave which means those who are not in the church because again if we we look biblically we can literally break down the people in the bible into brothers and neighbors brothers are those that are within the body uh neighbors are those who are without and then of course you have where jesus says love your enemies which uh you know again Personally, from a, a Christian worldview, I would say the only enemy I have is, is Satan. But we do have, I mean, when we break it down to the reality, we look at people as our enemies. And Jesus said, okay, if you're not going to look at those people as your neighbor, and you're going to consider them to be your enemy, well, love your enemy. Yeah. And so, how is this? I mean, the majority of conservative political Christians and conservative polit- uh, politicians whatever, would consider Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats and those on the left, they consider them to be the enemy. And so thus the reason why they would end up on toilet paper. As I looked up this picture, I found Joe Biden toilet paper, Hillary Clinton toilet paper. I'm sure it's all available on the other side. You can get Ted Cruz toilet paper, Donald Trump toilet paper. Because this is where our world has gone. This is where we have gone as a people that we find it somehow humorous to wipe the feces off of our backsides with the picture of somebody we just simply disagree with. And I don't know how that falls into any way, shape or form what Jesus said as, as loving your neighbor or loving your enemy or uh, even you know loving your brother i mean it's so ridiculous and so childish and this is not i mean this is probably why i've never really been a part of these conservative groups because i don't want to associate with this kind of garbage this is just ridiculous this is childish this literally is elementary school antics this is what somebody does in, in elementary school or junior high they go into the bathroom and they draw the person that they don't like on the toilet paper ooh! ooh, ooh this is so funny but obviously people are doing it because people are willing to pay the money because they're willing to, and these guys are making money off of it. It's the whole attitude of, it doesn't matter, and this is not a, a truthful for those of us who are truly Christian and, and want to see our politics go back to a, a Christian worldview, but it's, it's owning the libs. It literally is. I mean, I saw my cousin post something about this, and, and you know, well, it doesn't matter anything. Nothing matters except for owning the libs. And that has become essentially a reality. That's how Donald Trump got nominated four years ago because the way he talked, and people were like, oh, we just love the way he's all himself, and he just talks the way he wants to talk, and he just says it like it is, and da 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 da. But ultimately, it was because he was owning the libs, owning the left. Those on the, and he was just but he was also doing it to those on the right. So, I mean, he just didn't care. He's a he's a a. a um, all access bully, right? He doesn't care who he bullies as long as it benefits him. And it truly is childish. It, it is the most childish thing that I've ever seen uh, come along in in conservative politics. And it just continues to get worse and worse and worse as people become more cult-like in their following of those people who think, well, I can get elected or I can do this and I can do that if I just, you know, talk down to and own the libs. And that's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's got us following people that, that Christians should not follow, right? I mean, I look at, and I'm, I'm going to probably have as a false teacher of the week sometime coming up in the future, Officer Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum, who has a podcast and so on like this. Dude is an absolutely denies the Trinity. So he's definitely not Christian, but Christians follow him because he says what they want to hear and he owns the libs. And and he's a black guy that kind of agrees with their worldview of what they want to hear. Right. And so but he's a false teacher. He's literally a false teacher. He is a, a heretical, uh, teachy, he teaches a heretical view of who God is. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's become so weird that this is, this is the, the backbone of, of the conservative movement, Nancy Pelosi toilet paper. And then the other thing that I saw, which um, I was, I mean, i there's a part of me that goes, okay, this is just ridiculous. But the, the other part of me goes, somebody should have known better. Somebody should have known that someone on the left was going to look this up. And, I mean, you cannot deny, and if you can't see the picture on the screen, the stage, the way they did and, and designed the stage is literally a, a replica of of a symbol that was put on nazi uniforms and it's kind of like this this diamond with it's not quite a a swastika but it's like a a, an upside down diamond with horns some kind of thing you can look it up I, i hope you're watching the video and you can see it but here's the thing i do i believe that um conservatives are white supremacists no in no way, shape, or form do I think that conservatism equates to white supremacy. Do I believe there are some white supremacists in the conservative movement? Well, of course. They're there. There, there are white supremacists out there. There are racists out there. There are neo-Nazis out there. But the entire conservative movement, the, I would hopefully be able to say the, the majority of the conservative movement would denounce stuff like this. But somebody had to know. Somebody had to look into this. Somebody had to go, you know, maybe we don't build the stage like this. I mean, I don't even know what the functionality of having this kind of, of, of design and setup for a stage is. And I don't know that these, these little horns going towards the back are really functional in any way to be a, a portion of the stage to be useful. Somebody designed it. Somebody should have gone. Yeah, maybe we should redesign it. But again, what this did is it opened the door for everybody on the left to just go nuts about Oh, Here we go. White supremacy, excuse me, in the in the conservative movement. And they're all so racist and they're all just, you know, neo-Nazis and blah, 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 blah. I mean, this was something that could have easily been avoided. Is it ridiculous? Yes. But these are the things, again, from a Christian worldview, we look at the Bible and it says that we should be above reproach as those who follow God, especially as leaders and so on, should be above reproach. So this should be something that if we're going to be above reproach, we would go, yeah, that's not really what we wanted to do. And and But the thing is, is no one on the right is coming out and going, well, you know, yeah, we might've messed up on this be willing to admit when you did something stupid, right? This is, this is part of the, the Christian worldview and so on is, it is admitting when we screw up, not just, uh, you know, sweeping it under the rug and hoping it goes away with time, which is what this is. And, and essentially it will, I mean, ultimately it will go away with time. It's going to, this was not as huge of a thing. This is the next thing we're going to talk about, but, um, but this was just dumb. And I saw this and I went, you know, do better. Do better. Come on. You know, really, you should stop and think about these things. And somebody had to know. Somebody in in one of these design groups or something like that had to go, you know, this is probably not the best idea. I mean, literally could have just taken off part of the stage and and made it just like the diamond with two things going back into the backstage, two runways coming out and not having to have these, these little offshoots that literally turned it into uh, a replica of a Nazi symbol. So do I, I, do I think this was, you know, sinful, wrong? And no, it's just stupid. It's just dumb and somebody should have known better. Somebody should have caught it and went, yeah, this is just way too much uh, ammunition to give to those on the left and, and should have just nipped this stuff in the bud. But here's the most ridiculous thing that went down at CPAC. This, and, and this is why I really honestly think CPAC has lost all connection with its Christian roots. Because to make a golden statue of Donald Trump and cart it around so people can take pictures with it. There are literally pictures of people bowing down to it, which, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming has to be, you know, in jest. But, I mean, it, that's the picture that is floating around out there. People bowing down to this golden statue of Donald Trump. And it literally, I mean, it's like, did, did Kevin Smith... From the, the clerks and mall Rats and Jay and Silent Bob. Did he you know did was he behind the entire planning of the CPAC conference in twenty twenty one? I mean, because this is the ridiculous I mean this is this is the Buddy Christ from the movie Dogma and Movie the Golden Calf from the same movie joined together and we give you, you know, golden idol Trump. And and apparently they're selling it. Someone bought it, or they were sell, They tried to sell it, or saw, I'm sure someone bought it for a hundred grand. Somebody bought and now has this life-sized. I mean, it's it's like six foot tall, golden statue of Donald Trump in their home. And this is ridiculous. Uh, granted, remember I was the one that that started the, and the people bowed and prayed to the neon god they made. In 2016, when this was the, the stage that the Republican National Convention built for Donald Trump, I mean, these huge letters Trump across, I mean, literally, they've created their neon God. And they are bowing and praying to him. And, and somehow he has become this messiah figure that he's the only guy who can save America, which is absolutely false. But yet, and then to to take all of that, and even to hear that kind of criticism coming from the right, you know, those of us who are conservative and who are Christian, who have been calling on you for four years, saying you are acting like a Trump uh, a cult, you know, making the hashtag Trump cult. Uh, I started the hashtag Make Cults Great Again. And, you know, and the people bowed and prayed to the neon God they made. With all of that feedback coming to you, why on earth would you bring to CPAC 2021 a life-size golden statue of Donald Trump? I mean, you, you literally just made yourself a parody. I mean, self-parody doesn't come any, any finer than this. And, and, believe, and Babylon B is mad because you are trying to put them out of business. I mean, satire doesn't exist anymore when you bring out ridiculous stuff like this. You know, I, I have to avoid saying ridiculousness and, and not have to deal with copyright uh, infringement on MTV with the video show that they have. Right. But this is this is stupid. This is, this is, I mean, I don't know how many times I can say it without my daughter hearing me and coming into the room and saying, daddy, don't say stupid, but this is stupid. This is ridiculous. This is, I mean, conservatives played themselves with this stuff. I mean, this, this is not any kind of movement or anything that I ever want to have any kind of connection with ever again because of stupid stupidity like this i I, this is the stuff that makes guys who do podcasts like like me speechless I, i got i got nothing to say because i mean this goes so far beyond the pale of what conservatism should be Somebody who was in charge of this whole thing should have seen this thing come into the, the the auditorium and said, "Stop! No, take it out because that's not who we are." Or is it? Is this who you've become, conservatives of America? Is this who you've become, Christians of America? Christians. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in quotes, Christians, you know, because i almost willing to guarantee you that guys like Mises ain't gonna talk out, speak out against something like this, and I guarantee you uh, he'd be there taking the selfies right next to that statue because he looks at Trump, and he looks at this, and with what he considers to be Christianity, there's probably nothing wrong with this, and for a lot of Christians within the conservative movement. Christians quote unquote Christians within the conservative movement, there's nothing wrong with this. But those of us who look at the Bible and say these are the the, the standards by which I live, whether they line up with my with, with political movements or not and say we're going to put our Christian values above the political worldviews that were were are being pushed upon us, we recognize that this stuff should never happen. We should not be ever having any kind of connection to Christian. Now, now, now I'm talking to Christians. We should never have any kind of connection to any kind of conference or anything like that that sells Nancy Pelosi toilet paper. We should never have anything to do with uh, to somebody that's so tone deaf in in what's happening in the world that they would not catch on and see that they've created a stage. that is a, a exact replica of a Nazi German soldier uniform insignia. Right. And by no means should we ever, ever, ever as Christians be associated with any kind of group that thinks it's okay to bring in a six foot golden statue of the last presidential candidate that they had. Because again, no matter what you think and no matter what the conservative movement says, the, Donald Trump ain't the only one. There's only one, only one. And he died on the cross 2,000 years ago and rose from the dead and is ruling and reigning from heaven right now. And yes, he is sovereign over everything that is going on. So he was the one responsible for Donald Trump being president. And he is also the one responsible for Joe Biden being in office. And I do fully believe that both of them were judgment, judgments on this nation. We were not blessed to have Donald Trump. He may have been better for us than anyone else who could have been there, especially Hillary. But by no means was he, was Donald Trump God's blessing upon this nation because nothing has changed as a nation from 20, 2008, when, uh, when. Well, not two thousand eight, two thousand twelve, when Obama became president. No, 2008, first, first Obama presidency. And people were like, oh, well, you know, Obama got elected. Jesus is still on the throne. And then 2012, when Obama won re-election, and everyone was the same thing. Obama got elected. Jesus is still on the throne. You know what I did not see from Christian America? Is in 2016, when Donald Trump won the election, I did not see any of those, those Jesus is still on the throne comments. But from... 2000, 2008, 2012, 2016, 2020, nothing has changed in this country. In fact, it's gone further downhill in the legalization of, of gay marriage and, you know, and recognition of, of all of the, the trans this and trans that and, and so on and so forth. The morals of this country continue to go downhill, have gone consistently downhill from 2000 and do you really think that, that Donald Trump was a blessing on this nation? Suddenly, somehow, some way, God said, "Well, I'm going to bless him for four years," but then we're bringing the judgment of Joe Biden. No, we have been under judgment from from well before. I mean, even Ronald Reagan. I mean, this was not the 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 huge blessing that that was come upon this nation because we were still deep in sin with abortion. And so on. So again, I mean, God is sovereign. And so I believe that every person who is elected president is elected president because God has ordained that. But I also look at the, the whole of the worldview and the things that are going on and what are we receiving from this. And I've seen president after president that I believe is God's judgment on this nation. And but what I do see and, and is encouraging to me now is that I see more and more churches that are are coming together and going okay we can no longer be those who just jump on board with these politicians that are are there that are trying to claim that they have our worldview but we need to become the politicians that are are there to make our worldview happen you know and we're seeing it from from Apology in Arizona to, to Christ Church in Moscow, we are seeing people in those churches running for office, being involved in making legislation that is not just pragmatic or anything like that, but is literally, you know, abolition bills and, and think, excuse me things like this that say we want abortion gone, not just lessened, we want it gone. And then trying to put people into place to help make that happen. That's what we have to do. We can no longer as Christians just be jumping on to the conservative worldview or the Republican worldview or anything like that. And we need to be coming in and going, this is our worldview and we are going to forcefully advance it. And there you go. So there's my opinion on CPAC 2021. Maybe over the next couple of days, I might watch a couple of the speeches. I, I do kind of am kind of interested in seeing what Cruz actually said and As much as I I don't want to do it, it's probably beneficial for me to actually watch and and hear what Trump had to say too. But um, again, without any having heard any of the speeches, but just seeing the the ridiculous stuff that went on there, again, it's not something that as a Christian— I want to be connected with um, and where what instead of being there in support of, I should be there doing what we all should be doing, and that's preaching the gospel at all times and using words because they're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.